Hello everyone, welcome back to Oneg Shabbat. Uh, it's Shabbat Bezat Hashem, we're discussing Parashat Behar. Um, our parasha, interestingly enough, has 57 psukim. The first 7 psukim of the parasha deal with the Shemitah. The next 50 psukim deal with the Yovel and all the Yovel consequences. Um, the consequences of the Yovel obviously have to do with the fact that once you give back the land, it changes the price of the land, it changes the price of the Avadim, it changes the Dine Avadim, all these different things which we deal with in our parasha. What I'd like to focus on is the din of the Geula, the redemption which is mentioned in the parasha in a few different places. We'll focus on by that Hashem, we'll start in hey, We see, If God forbid your brother loses his assets and he has to sell, his achuzai has to sell his house. We see we had the goel, his redeemer needs to come, and who exactly is this redeemer? Later afterwards in the parasha, we find out when we read about someone who is sold to be a slave to a goy. We see that he is sold to a goy. We're told that we have the mitzvah oloto to redeem him from his slavery. Who shall redeem him? O dodo, oven dodo igalenu, o mishel besaro, mishpachto igalenu, esiga yado venigal. Sukum te teaches us it's meant to be the responsibility of the family, his uncle, his cousin, or whatever relative there is, Misha'er Besaro, Ha'ikar, to get him out of this slavery. Now, the Torah uses the term Geula here, Ligol. Now, this term of Isaac's notes is the exact term Hashem used when he took Am Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. Ve'otzeiti, ve'itzalti, ve'ga'alti. One of the four Lashonot shel Geula is Hashem redeems us from Mitzrayim. So when we do these geulot, we are going in the footsteps of Hashem. We're following, we're holchim bidrachav. When we redeem the land, when we redeem the person, we're going bedarkei Hashem. Now, I can understand why I would say to redeem would be so significant when we're talking about slavery. Just as Hashem took slaves out of Egypt, he take, we are also commanded to take our brother out of slavery to um, someone else, or a sovereign nation, or a sovereign, someone who's a goy living in Eretz Yisrael, a ger toshav. But what about the land? Why is it so important? Why does the Torah use this poal of ga'al? Why does the Torah use that word in a context of buying a field? Sato, so he lost his house. Maybe he could get a different house. Why is it so important, the geula of his nachala specifically? Obviously, this question also affects the yovel. The entire idea of yovel. The yovel, every 50 years, the land goes back to its original owners. Why? Why is it so critical that the Torah would make a yovel? And why would the Torah push us to even not, not to wait for the yovel? We have the mitzvah to try and get the land out as quickly as possible. To understand this, we have to view the entire concept in Tanakh of nachalat avot. Why is it so critical for the land of the forefathers to remain in the Nechala. I think we can see that um, in a few different places. We see it in the story of Kerem Navot. The story of Kerem Navot teaches us that Melech Achav approaches Navot Ha-Israeli, Navot from Israel, and he asked him to buy his Kerem, to buy his vineyard, because it's right next to his castle, and he wants to turn his castle into a duplex. So he says, Nad Karmechav, Ili Egan Yerak, in Perikaf Aleph, in Melachim Aleph, Pasuk Bet, and he offered them a fair deal. If you want, I will give you different land. If you want cash, you can get cash. Whatever it is you want. But Navot refuses. Notice what Navot says. Navot says, for religious reasons, I cannot sell you this field. Why? Because it is the Nachala of Avotai. It is my forefather's field and I live in this field. So we see 
the field is connected deeply to the past. The fact that you work in the field is what connects a person to his past. When you live in the same land that your forefathers did, when you work the land, just like your forefathers worked the land, that talks about the past, about the person's past. And that helps us also understand why it's so important to the identity of a person. A person without a past is not a person. When he comes, when he has his nachala, that represents that he's part of something bigger. Now, once we understand that, we can also understand the connection between that and the, between the connection between slavery or redemption from slavery and between redeeming the land. When you redeem the land, you bring a person back to his past. When you redeem him from slavery, you give him a present. You give him right now his identity as an independent person right now. So he has his past, which is represented by his field, and his present, which is represented by his chirut, by his exodus, by his freedom. But there's another step, and that is his future. A person is identified by the fact that he has a past, by the fact that he has a present, and by the fact that he has a future. The future has to do with children. The children that someone has is what gives him his identity, his eternal identity, from the past, the present, and the future. And this can explain us a connection between land and between children. Where do we see this? We see this in Ruth Perek Dalid. In Ruth Perek Dalid, the Boaz takes the Goel and the Am tells him it's time for you to Goel the Sadeh to redeem the Sadeh of Elimelech which is the action which we've heard about until now to redeem the field now he tells him wait a second there's a catch when you redeem the field you also have to marry Ruth Hamo Avia Ma'kesha between the two what is this game that Boaz is playing that if you take one you have to take the other and you can't have one without the other now that leads to the Goel saying I'm not interested you take it instead and Boaz Bemet does both what is this game? Why are they both connected? Based on what we said before, it's very simple. The Sadeh represents the past of Elimelech. His past identity is Nachalat Avot. You're redeeming that. You're giving Elimelech a past. But what about a future? Unfortunately, he died. He doesn't have a present. But what about a future? His future is represented by his grandchildren. He cannot have them from, their, from his sons, Machlon Bekilion, which died with him as well. But he can have them from Ruth Hamo Aviyad. It's part of the identity which we give to Elimelech. The Geula of the Sadeh together with the children that Boaz has from Ruth. And therefore, when, the, when a child is born, it's a child that's born not only to Ruth, but without Ben Ben Le Naomi. Naomi has an identity. She has her field back, the past, and the Chalat Avot, and she has a future as well. So what we've learned from here is to see that a person's home a person's nachala isn't just a place to live. It's a place that represents the bigger picture that he comes from. It represents his past. And together with the past, which is freedom in the present and his future with the children, that's what gives a person a place in life, a place in all of eternity. Shabbat shalom, everyone.